This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Yesterday was the day that won David Hugh Rothenberg. Finish last in the picks. So you'll get to see all my glory. Oh, I can't wait. One of the great days of my life. No, good for you. No one, including all the women in my life, have ever been more excited to see me naked than you. No, I am the most excited. I mean, it's just a little bit odd. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I mean, I could see a lot of accidents happening, though. Oh, God, no. And I hope they don't do it in 3D, because then windshields will crack. On 98.7. ESPN. Get your Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. So I'm watching these games yesterday. You know what? There's a, a, a monstrous drop-off from two players on the same team. One guy gets the bulk of the touches. The other guy comes in and is the backup. The backup is so bad. And the backup was a first-round pick, and the starter is a seventh-round pick. And that is Isaiah Pacheco to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Edwards-Hilaire might be the worst running back I've seen in football. He is brutally bad. Yeah, I don't know about the worst running back He's in football. Bad. I think that's the interesting thing about this Kansas City Chiefs team, though, is that as as much as the offense has struggled with with the drops and everything else, they've. I mean, it feels like they they figured that out, and this is the best defense that he's had, and they can actually. Right. I mean, with Pacheco run the football. Um. By the way, I don't. I don't think you guys ever told me what the actual spread is on the game. Uh, it's down to one and a half. You don't want to know. Well, you might as well tell me. It's one. Who's favorite? Chiefs. Uh, no. no, Niners. I'm actually seeing one now. It's Nine. not a one now? It opened at two and a half. A opened at two and a half. Uh, oh, the Niners opened as a two and a half point favorite? Yep. It was one and a half early this morning. Am I Am I crazy? Uh, like, so you're telling me Mahomes again is an underdog? Like, I'm not. I'm not. Wow, that seems nuts. I hate that. Because what? you, you I mean, you guys watch the postgame stuff. After the game, Mahomes was very, very aware that he was an underdog. He and the, he and the Chiefs. And they're going to get that juice again, it seems. He was, he was aware his underdog against the Ravens. Yes. And against the Bills. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't like... Listen... But he took it out on Justin Tucker before I was, was going to say, so now yeah. he's, he's going he's gonna to kick Moody's tee during pregame warm-ups now? Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, I mean, Kelsey tossed his helmet, which is just downright disrespectful. W- was that, like, playful? Or that was really, like, a nasty moment? Uh, I can't tell. I really no, can't I think tell. It was, I think it was had the potential to be nasty. He's like, get the hell out of where I warm up. Beat it. Well, now, now who... Like... like why is Tucker on that side of the field, though? Kickers warm up everywhere. That's a good question. And they I was just have some... access to every every area, though. Well, that seems a little odd. Well, I guess it depends on who was there first. But remember, like the the specialists hit the field before everyone else, so you would think that Tucker was there. I don't know. Tucker carries himself a little different than most kickers, though. This is true. He he feels like he belongs in that that conversation, also of you know greatest at what I do. Well, I'm. Are you going to argue with that? No, I'm not. That's why Andy was... sings opera. He does. I was actually reading some on Twitter. So Eric Wood, remember the uh, the old the center for Bill the Bills? Yeah, he actually was asking the same question. Like, why would Tucker be there warming up? Right. It's. I mean, you have your side of the field to warm up on now. I don't know. Maybe he's playing mind games. Maybe. I Maybe think he part took of his stuff and, and tossed it to the side. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense to put the, the kicking tee on the goal line, though. You're never kicking from there, so why would you practice it? That's a great observation, Raymond. Great I, observation. I hate that the Chiefs are underdogs, though. I mean, for as much fun as I'm going to have today, and I will have fun today, 
You will not hear me. What does me this mean? Why, uh, you're never like this. This is not This is not your MO, though. Well, I'm taking one day. My team just had a 17-point comeback. I'm going to be excited today. And, and by the way, for the whole, like, oh, the Lions in the first half, they gave up 27 unanswered points. If I tell you going in that the Lions are going to give up 27 unanswered points, would you put even $1 on them to win the game? You don't get to give no. up 27 unanswered points to win the game. No. I, I, I wouldn't have thought they would have covered the game if they allowed 27 unanswered points. Uh, no. And, and by the way, the game ended. Niners ran out the clock. It, it, had they kept going, Niners, I'm, I don't think I'm being a, a jerk, probably would have scored again. So it would have been back up to a 10-point game. Yeah, the Niners weren't great, and you will not hear me say one bad word about the Chiefs. Not even one. Will not be confident going into that game. How could you be? Uh, look at this. RJ's side of things. Jim Fan. I wanted to send this email to show my unwavering support for RJ. Whatever show RJ is a part of skyrockets in the ratings. In my opinion, RJ should host shows on the station. I don't understand this hatred for him. All the best. A very loyal DNR listener. So that, that's nice. That's very kind. I'm not sure... I mean, I'm not sure that's true, and I'm not sure one has anything to do with the other, but it's very nice of him to say. I, I fully agree you should be hosting shows on the station. You and Raymond would be a dynamic show. I'm just happy to be here, and I'm sorry that I've angered people. You've angered a lot of people. Yeah, it seems that way. I mean, I'm excited. I'm happy. I don't know what to say. I feel like a show with us would anger many more people. Who, who, do, you, who do you think their team gets, because it's clearly, in my mind, not RJ. Their team gets to the Super Bowl, and they are the most out of control. Me. Yeah, I think you would probably be crazy. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't be great. Great for me. I don't think you guys would love it. Well, yeah, but, but you'd also be celebrating with, with, you know, a lot of our listening audience, too. Yeah, but you remember when I was, I mean, I had my chest puffed out to start this before the season started, and people were sending nasty emails that they didn't like how I was acting. You were very aggressive. I was. I, you know what, though? In, in all honesty, watching, watching this weekend of football, my, one of my thoughts coming out of that, that first game, the Kansas City-Baltimore game was, I don't think my coaching staff is good enough. <laughs> you, you just realize this now? Well, no. Like I, it, I, listen, trust me, I know that. But then like watching what, what Spags and Andy Reid, like what they're capable of, what Mahomes is, like I don't – like that's important. Like, th- at this time of year especially, when you've got like you know, talent-wise, evenly matched teams, you talk about yep. the best teams in football, it's when the coaching becomes and, – And you know what? Let's not lo- – because this will not get really any discussion today at all. Let's not forget how good the Ravens were in the second half defensively and those great adjustments, too. Right. No, how, I mean, you, you can't forget Because they were sliced up and down the field in the first half. Yeah, I got the, I mean, I got the first half numbers right here. It was what Kansas City was able to do. I mean, Kansas City had 16 first downs in the first half, had the ball for almost 21 minutes. Right. And, and remember, scored 17 points and should have scored more. Because they, they got stopped on that fourth down, you know, which I thought the yep. third down, he might have picked up the first, but whatever, they could have replayed that. But they were right there. Well, it looked like Kelsey's knee was down. But it was cl- I thought it was closer than they marked it. Uh, probably closer than they marked it, but when you when they showed the replay, his knees, because Romo thought they should challenge it too, and then they showed the replay, and it looked like his knee was down. But I didn't necessarily love the play call either with, with where they lined the up. Left. Pacheco again, yeah. Uh, but boy, I want him she- full head of speed. I want, I want him whole, like just running like a savage. How in the world was this guy drafted in the seventh round? How was Brock Purdy drafted with the last overall pick? Uh, I don't know. And that's another thing, too. You know what? For all the the Purdy naysayers, he was really good in that second half yesterday. And you know what we saw from him yesterday in the second half? His athleticism. Yeah. Like, he was, I mean, he was tucking it and running and picking up chunks of yardage. Yeah. Yeah, well, his ability to, I mean, again, I mean, that's the the one thing last week. In the biggest moment of that game, he played bad. 
to be able to put all that aside and and do what he did to get that win and then come out in the second half. Like his second half was, I mean, you mentioned his legs. He diced them up with his legs, but like that, that's not easy to do. It isn't. Especially that game against Green Bay. To, to, I mean, to struggle the way he struggled, to all of a sudden just be able to turn it on the way he did, I give him tons of credit. Well, he deserves tons of credit. All right, RJ can celebrate with this next caller. Tristan in Rahway is very excited. Good morning, Tristan. Yes, let's go. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, here to defend RJ. Um, you know, sometimes confidence comes off as cockiness, but, you know, when you have your pulse to your team, like, that confidence, is, it's just there. So I don't want anybody to take shots at my guy. You know, we had this feeling coming into the year that we're supposed to be here, and, and we're here. So, I mean, let's just take, take it how it is. And, uh, you know, speaking, if you were a Lions fan, you could probably just say the Niners, they just, uh, they just wanted it more. No, <laughs> but no, they wanted the it more. Thing. You point to the point no. to the couple, couple no, big no, plays. No, 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 no. They did not. No, no, phenomenal. They did not want it more. Tristan, come yeah. on. <laughs> well, I'm saying it tongue in cheek, but you know, Jawan Jennings, the one-handed grab, amazing. You know, you uh, going up there for that grab, awesome. The to, the toe drag from Ayuk, the couple catches from him, just phenomenal plays. I mean, uh, I like the praise you're giving Purdy, and that second half, he he was really lighting it up. Uh, he was kind of looking like a little mini Josh Allen, but better. So, uh, yeah, no, we're we're enjoying this. Uh, you know, I gorged myself to death. I don't know how RJ didn't eat. I'm I'm just like overweight right now. Uh, it's I'm just so happy to be here. Thanks uh, for taking my call. <laughs> Thanks for the call. I'm just so happy to be here. Yeah, but you, I mean, you heard the little comments in there that would be people would get aggravated at. Yeah, but because I, I think anytime your team wins and you're excited and you say stuff, people are going to be turned off by that. Well, but no, it's, but no, it's it's one thing to be excited, like, but just to start it, that the Niners wanted it more. It's not that the Niners wanted it more. No. And then on top of that, to say, yeah, Pur- Purdy in the second half reminded me of of Josh Allen, but better. Like Brock Purdy is not better than Josh Allen. Start with that. No. So. No. He's and not. That's not, like, the other thing with Brock Purdy too that people are just like they were overlooking here is the people that just want to throw shade at Brock Purdy. This is year two for Brock Purdy. This this is second year. He's been to back-to-back NFC Championships games and now going to the Super Bowl. You know what's quiet in that year. game yesterday? Very quiet in that game yesterday? George Kittle. Uh, yeah. Very quiet. Did you hear why Brandon Ayuk, so they, they talked to him after the game. Did you see any of that? No. And they were asking him about the catch that he made? The one off uh, Vildor's well, mask right to him that he caught? I, what good fortune that was, huh? Oh, my goodness. I, well, I, that's you what know what the thing was? So I, I'm watching that. I want you to get back to your point in a second. But I'm watching that, and they throw the flag. So I'm like, you know what? Doesn't really that matter that much because it would, and then they're like, no, 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 we picked up the flag. I'm like, now it does matter. Well, that was probably one of those ones where the referee's late with the whistle. If the, if the guy goes up for the layup and it's a foul and it goes in, they don't blow up. But if it, the layup doesn't go in, they blow it and give him the, the two free throws. Oh, he caught it. No, we'll pull the flag up. Um, but he said after the game that the re, the reason why he was able to catch that was because he had a uh, ladybug landed on his his foot before the game, so he felt like it was going to be good luck one of those days. All right, well, good for him. Good for them. Good for RJ. This person, Larry C., emails in, bleep RJ in the Niners. Ugh. Bleep Ray in the Cowboys. <laughs> Chiefs Kingdom will rise up. Welcome to the Red, the red Kingdom. We're going to kick your bleep, RJ. Oh, no. See, you know what, though? I have more respect for that person. Bleep. Than I did the last couple emails. That's how you should be thinking. You're a big dog. They beat the Niners with a lot of these same guys four years ago. If I were a Chiefs fan, I'd say the same thing thing yeah bleeps 
You know what, too, though? I mean, if you look at both of these teams and how they're playing, I would say that the, the biggest concern would be the Niners' defense. Yeah, which is bizarre. Be. Which is bizarre. I don't know what the hell Steve Wilkes is doing, but, I mean, it's... I mean, it's the new... They're the new Patriots. What did, what did New England fans say forever? We got 12. Well, Chiefs fans, we got 15. Now, I don't care what model you run this through, projections, spreads, money here, money there. They got Mahomes. They got Mahomes. You have and the advantage. He's the best. Yes. They had a great defense. That defense is so good. Two two stud corners. Chris Jones again. They moved them all over the front. They're going to get their linebackers. Are gonna, Willie Gay is going to be healthy, I think. And yeah, you you have the advantage. Yep. See, so that's the thing too. But that's the thing though, and that's a, that's really when it was like crystallized for me. Is you got no, you got no Joe Thune, and you got no Willie Gay. And, no and it felt like they, did, they didn't skip a beat with that with that Thune yesterday. Yeah, no problem. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and the what. Concerns me is I mean listen I'm I'm smart enough to admit that the Packers and the Lions second half of those games melted they melted the Chiefs will not melt down so they're they're not going to let interse- would be interceptions bounce off their face mask you so, want to go to the game right of course I do okay so before I start to jump through hoops <laughs> to get you these tickets I'm not going to I'm not going to like have two tickets for you and you're going to be like eh. uh, no of course I do if I'm lucky enough to do that I, I would never take a situation like that for granted but. Yeah, the Chiefs will now, they will not have those hiccups. So if you get down 17 against the Chiefs, you lose. It's amazing, too, when you watch some of these teams play. Like, even some of the play calling stuff is like, it's almost like they try to outsmart themselves. Like, let's go away from what was working in the first half. Like, we think they'll adjust, so let's us adjust and get away from what we were doing really good in the first right. half. I mean, Lions, to, to not run the football in the second half, is, it's wild. Hey, I don't. I, but Baltimore, too, man. Well, but Baltimore I mean, never ran the football. I know, which was which made no sense. No sense. I mean, you, your game is predicated on good. Uh, I think what happens is when you get punched in the face, and that's what happened, right? Because you, you think our defense is so good, and nobody moves the football on us, and they go down the field, touchdown, down the field, touchdown. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, my God. And I think you kind of lose your composure a little bit. Yeah, I think that's part of it. I absolutely think that's part of it. But I mean, when you like the the week before they ran the ball for, I mean, what they ran the ball for last last week? Yeah, but you talk about stepping up in class. You go. I get it, Texas but last I mean, Chiefs. last week they ran the ball for almost two hundred and thirty yards. I listen. I thought it was. I thought they were. I thought their coaching staff did a bad job yesterday. I thought the players were very undisciplined. I thought Lamar disappointed tremendously, and I thought their coaches were bad. I mean, Gus Edwards had three carries, and Justice Hill had three carries. It's embarrassing. It really is. All right, let's break. We'll come back. More of your calls. And we got Rex Ryan. We go around the league in a, a I, I guess, just continue to go around the league, really. And we have the frenzy. A lot going on on this football Monday, 98.7 ESPN. All right, this year, it's time to finally lose that weight the safe and natural way with NJ Diet. Their results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you're going to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, contractually guaranteed. NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva along with bioenergetic scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat-burning zone. Then NJ Diet uses your DNA info to make sure you keep the weight off. Don't take shots for the rest of your life. Lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, naturally, quickly, and safely with NJ Diet. No hormones, no prepackaged foods, no shots. You even get the doctor's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET. That's 855-5NJ-DIET. Or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. 
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I gotta be honest, I don't know what you've done to anger the people to this extent. Is this your guy, uh, Raymond Channon Johnson? Channon, yeah. Well, but is he angry? Yep. Congrats what? to RJ and to paraphrase coming to America. Let Rick know your rents due, mother bleeper, and don't be trying that falling down the stairs bleep. <laughs> I don't even uh, know how that applies. That means I, owe, I, that means I own bourbon still. Yeah, he's, he's, oh, that's, that's that he's, he's, he still owes oh, that's what he wants. He thought, still owes Shan his bourbon from early in the season. I thought oh, that was the tech and RJ. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't yeah, understand. Why do you, why, why do you own bourbon? RJ safe. Uh, because we had a bet on the uh, Jets, Jets Cowboys, Cowboys, remember? It was pre-Rogers You still haven't paid that off? Oh, I have not yet, no. Ugh. I got to go to the liquor store to get it. I just, uh, oh, how, how awful. I'm going to get it. I haven't had to go to the liquor store, so I'll go and I'll get it. and I'll Can't get it just like order it or week two? I'll give it to Santiago and we'll get it done. It's not that complicated. Well, he wants a very he wants a, a certain brand. Oh, you have to buy him like special bourbon? Yeah, this is not like you just go Did to the store. Did you agree to special bourbon? bourbon? Uh yeah, whatever bourbon he wanted. You know how many That drops was when it? I had Aaron Rodgers, but I mean No, no, it's not. I remember he called and said you want to call the bet off. You're like, nope, let's keep keep it on. I was a man of my word. I made the bet and I'm gonna stick with it. Why would you keep the bet when you had I Zach don't Wilson? Know. It's a great question. The Jets Excellent had question. the Jets had beaten Buffalo. 
He, I, I, I understand it. I, I get it. No, you don't. It doesn't make any it. sense. It don't stupid. try to explain it. It was a terrible idea. Don't defend him. I'm not, it was a dumb I'm, thing not to do. I'm not saying it was a good idea, but I understand why. You know, Rick was riding high in that instance. So he, he, he thought he thought it would work out. The Jets' defense was still considered elite at that point. I, I get it. You see the. Way I don't just... really know if I thought it was going to work out though, Raymond, because I was pretty devastated. Even they, even though we did beat the Bills, that Rogers was done. It wasn't a great Monday for me. Or Tuesday, or Wednesday, or Thursday. <laughs> or, or, or October. Or season. <laughs> or, or November, uh, or December. Let, let's go back to the uh, phone calls. I want to bring up one stat. Chiefs led the league in dropped passes this season. Yeah. Yesterday, zero drops. No, they. I mean, uh, watching Patrick Mahomes play quarterback in the first half of that game, too, was. And the way Kelsey stepped up. It was beautiful. Yeah. So uh, that's, Kadari- a, that's how you win. Kadarius Tony causing more trouble, by the way. Yeah, he went live. He went. He went live and said he's not injured. That is, nope. they've made that up. Yep. He seems like a real tweet, a uh, real uh, treat to have in the locker room. He, doesn't he though? I saw someone tweet. Was it Renan? Somebody tweeted it. I forget who tweeted it. I think it was Renan that that Kadarius Tony wants to to do nothing during the week. Show up, play on Sunday, leave, do whatever he wants for the entire week, and then show up again and play on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gentleman special, baby. Oh yeah. Yep. First round pick. Had Thanks. to grab him. Did you see the report this weekend that the Giants were offered a haul by I forget who it was? Oh uh, yes, I, did, I I sent you that, didn't I? Yeah, I think so. But I forget who I forget who it was though that wanted to move up to two. They didn't answer the phone, right? No. no. And he said he and he actually got give him credit. He did say I, I was <laughs> I didn't I didn't answer the phone. Great. He wasn't lying. That's that's amazing. That's the worst though. Who doesn't answer the phone? Uh, I think it was, wasn't it Denver? Yes. I, I think, think it was so. Denver. I think LA, Elway loved uh, Sam Darnold. Yeah, I think the I report, L- I think it was, it was Connor Hughes that said it, and it was because they were afraid. Uh, that was the only concern the Jets had, was that there was a chance that someone would jump up to to take the Giants pick at two. <sighs> Let's go to Danny in Centerport. Good morning, Danny. You're on 9870 ESPN. Good morning, boys. <clears throat> you know, I do want to stick up for RJ two seconds because, you know, him and I had a nice conversation uh, for at least a minute or two, uh, you know, picking up. And, and he was he was humble. I mean, he's I even ve- went at him. He's very nice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Dave, I even went at him a little bit and told him I really thought Detroit was the better team yesterday. They looked more prepared and ready to go. And he kind of agreed and agreed that the 17 points, you know, you should never lose a game up 17. But, you know, uh, he wasn't nasty to me. He was cool about it. And I just want to stick up for him half a second. You know, Dave, also, how, how do I get that email, man, so I can send you the Soprano pictures? I would love to send you a few shots so you so you know it's all legit. So let me know how I can do that, so, right? So go, go on my website, and there's a contact page, and then you, you oh, hit okay, contact, cool. and you, you send them along. Awesome. Thank you. So listen, guys, I feel like, I, I, you know, as a Jet fan, I feel so bad for the city of Detroit and their fans, man. I mean, listen, I'm not going to say anything you guys haven't said in the first hour and a half. Th- that was absolutely reckless what he did. I thought he grew up I thought he grew up in the first half. I'm screaming at the TV like like it's like he's going to be able to hear me like thank God he grew up in the first half. He kicks the field goal in the first half but then doesn't do it in in, in the third in the third and fourth quarter. It's mind-blowing. Just like you guys said, it's reckless. It's moronic. And then how can he come out and say how can he come out and say that he he, he you know he understands and he gets it and, and but but continues to do that i i don't 
I'm so mindful. I feel so bad for those fans. Rick, could you imagine what they're feeling like today? I mean, you can sympathize with them as I can. They're they're crushed. And to say that that they're going to like this guy at this point, I know they're not going to hate him, but they have to be sitting there saying, how the heck could we have allowed this? I mean, listen, I'm not letting the players off the hook either, man. I mean, they have to make the catches they were supposed to make. He put it in their hands. They had so many drops. The interception off the helmet is a joke. I mean, even if it's in his hands, it doesn't bounce up like that. How about make it a play as well? But coaching-wise, that was just absolutely reckless, and I feel so bad for those fans and that city. I do feel bad for the players, but I feel more. I feel My, my heart hurts for those fans in that city right now because they terrible. were the better team yesterday, and I, I believe that in my heart of hearts. They were the better team yesterday, no doubt about it. They're I mean, you, you go up, and thanks to the call, Danny, you go up 17 points at halftime. I, I mean, I, I wonder what the statistical odds are that you're going to win that game. I might have taken a picture of one of the stats with that, but I don't know if I did. I mean, yeah, the, the I wouldn't odds be are here. you're going to win that football game. I mean, to answer Danny's question, I wouldn't be here. Um, teams leading by 17 or more at halftime of the conference championship games are? Were. 21-0. 21-0. So this is the first time it's ever happened. Yeah. The largest halftime deficit overcome in a conference championship game in history was 16, which was the... Uh, Seahawks in 2014 versus the Packers, and and that took that was the the missed onside kick, right, or or the successful onside kick. Uh see, yeah, Seahawks Packers, yeah, right. That's when uh, was it? Richard Rodgers had that in his hands and and dropped it. Um, yeah, uh, was it? I think if that's the game I'm thinking of, I think that's who it was. He had that dropped. Yeah, I think it. you might be right. Then they lost the game. Your memory's so good, man. Sometimes. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's it's pretty damn good. Sometimes. Then, then there's things that I just can't remember. I, like, I forget how I get home sometimes. I, it's just you're pulling stuff right out of the 2014, right? Boom. I remember that game vividly. There, There's moments of watching games that I remember exactly where I was, what was happening, everything. And then there's games that I have no recollection of. Yeah, what's funny is, like, I, I tell you all the time, like, there, like someone sent a, a tweet out yesterday, like, this was the anniversary of my first NHL start. I'm like I don't even I, I I remember barely any. The, the only thing I really remember that is sitting with my dad in the locker room after the game. But like how the game went, I don't. Did you win? Uh we lost two one apparently, and I had uh, I, I actually assisted on the only goal we scored. Well, yeah, but to lose two one means that you were probably really good. I think I played well, yeah, but I can't tell you like I can't tell you how the goal went in or what the assist looked like for some reason. Hmm. That's weird. Uh did you hear? Speaking of hockey, this is really unfortunate news: Philip Heedles out for the season. Yeah. Had the setback. It's probably smart. That's yeah. the thing, though. That's see. That's the thing that annoys me. And like the Gallagher suspension on that hit against that the Islanders. A, that was such a, a massively dirty hit. It was. He was hunting. Yeah. It, it, you don't know how each player is going to respond. Like there's some of these guys. Like you hear the receivers all the time. Hit me high. Don't hit me low. Well, it's easy to say that until all of a sudden you get one of those concussions that all, that sticks with you for eighteen months. And you right. can't get I mean, rid of the Eagles had this since like the second week of the season. Right. And hopefully they f- they figure out what's going on and they can fix it and he can come back next year. But that's uh, a big I, loss. Oh, it's a, it's a huge loss, and we'll see what the Rangers do. But today, obviously, about football, so we'll stick to that. 1-800-919-3776. We'll get to the, the Knicks a little bit as well and Julius Randle. But next, Rex Ryan, and then around the league, and then the top of the hour ID, and then the football frenzy. It's DNR with you right here on 98.7 ESPN. All right, this read is for you, Dave. For everyone but you, actually. 
Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite uh, football snacks, and placing some super bets. The Niners are short favorites over the Chiefs. Whichever side you like, make sure you bet it. You can also get in on over-unders, prop bets, and everything in between. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a dub, or two, or even three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also bets has bets for players that will score the first touchdown. How many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Rick to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Rick. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older and physically present in New York. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Good morning, Rex. How are you? Oh, how do you think I am, man? Absolutely. Upset. Yeah, absolutely. Brutal, man. Right. Abs- I mean, crazy. So, so crazy. let's ask. We've, we've talked about it a lot. <clears throat> you probably didn't hear our take on it. We want your take before we even get into it. Dan Campbell yesterday for the Lions with the Lions. What's your take on what he did? Well, I mean, it, it's funny because I know he's going to get absolutely killed. Um, but I thought, you know, right before half, that's the only decision you can make. You don't want to go in. You have to kick the field goal there. You go up 17. You can't afford not to score there and give the Niners momentum. We saw what momentum does, right? As soon as they got a little success, we saw what momentum can do. So you, you go in at halftime, you're you're up by 17. Uh, I mean, the, the, the 100% the right decision. Now, after that, the fourth down deal. His thinking is this, that if we convert, this game's over. That basically we're going to try to trade their field goal for a touchdown in the game literally is over at that point. You're up 21. The game would be over. However, I would have kicked it. And the reason I would have kicked it is I'd stay with my lead at 17 and I would have taken 10 minutes off the clock. Basically, by the time that the Niners possess the football to get their field goal and then the way we possess it or Detroit possessed it. That's why you take it. But I also understand Campbell's thinking. I literally understand his thinking. He went for the knockout punch. Unfortunately, their kid drops a ball. Um, And then the last time uh, when he goes for it, uh, just so everybody understands, Detroit, it's not a given they're going to make that field goal, by the way. It's not a given. Absolutely not a given. All right? Um, You know, so, again, at that point, this is what he's done all year. He stayed true to himself, but, um, uh, you know, I mean, 
you know, you're going to question. I, I know what I would have done in that situation, but I also know what Campbell's done throughout his coaching tenure with Detroit. And, you know, I guess he was the only one that stayed consistent <laughs> because the rest of their team, I mean, how the hell you drop Josh Reynolds, you're there because you can catch the football, all right? And he has two enormous drops. The fourth down drop was absolutely critical, but the third down drop was even worse. It hit him right in the chest, and it would have kept a drive going after they had the fumble. So, yeah, it was, uh, you know, and Detroit, here's the crazy thing. If you take third and fourth down, all season long, they've never had a, a, a game where they've dropped two two balls on third and fourth down, and they had one receiver do it at the biggest moment. Yeah, and I think I think they were what? they When they scored first, which they did right down the field, they scored yesterday. I think they were 12-1 and this season when they scored first like that. But, um, Rex, what else did you see? I mean, the, the talk's going to be about the fourth downs and him going for it. Yeah. I always think, I, I, listen, I think there's a fine line between being aggressive and being a little reckless, and I think he kind of stepped over to that reckless side a little bit for all the well, things that you mentioned. Yeah, reckless was is Brandon Staley, where you go at, go yeah. for it in your own territory. I think, you know, I get it. Most teams in the league actually go for it now uh, on those fourth and short things. They 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 literally go for it uh, percentages and all that. I think it was pretty much the same. Um, but to me, I would have taken the lead. I always like the lead. Of course, I always have confidence that my defense is actually going to show up and stop somebody. Um, so I, I always take points. Rex, what do you? But I got to tell you though that there was that was an ass whipping up until that point. Yeah, right. Detroit dominated. They had an unbelievable game plan. Absolutely dominated. And by the way, you know uh, Kansas City, everybody's praising. Man, they did it without their Pro Bowl guard. Well, how about doing it without two starting guards? That's what Detroit was was out there with, without their two starting guards, and they were bludgeoning that team. And unfortunately for them, they could never get back in a rhythm in the second half. Obviously, the fumble by Gibbs was atrocious. He had, he had fumbled once all season. He goes on the wrong side of it, so that's a mental bust at, at, at that stage. And you know, and San Francisco, oh, yeah, we forced fumble. No, you didn't. Detroit gave you that. They gifted you that. They have a ball that everybody's praying, oh, you know, look at this proper. No, he throws an interception. That ball needs to be intercepted. Instead, it goes for a day, you know, completion off the face mask. Anything that could go wrong did go wrong. And by the time you turned around, the game was tied and momentum had 100% flipped. And and Detroit's got nobody to blame but themselves. And it, it just it was awful because for, for a, a city and a team that's starving for it, it was right there in your grasp. I got to tell you, Rex, too, and I, I said this to Dave. I thought a, a sneaky big play too, as you mentioned at the end of that first half. And I know it was, I think, it was first his first catch of the season. But him stepping out of bounds at the one and a half, not scoring that touchdown there. Yeah, it looked like kind of he caught the ball. and was like, oh, now what do I do? And he ends up stepping out of bounds. But I want to ask you this because this is for RJ. We spent all this time talking about Detroit. So RJ, who produces the show, he's a big uh, big Niners fan. What did you like? Is their defense last couple weeks has not been good? I mean, you mentioned the ass whooping that Detroit was putting on him, but I mean, is it can this be fixed in time for the Super Bowl or no? No. This defense is is not good, and I can tell you this: if I'm watching TV and can tell you the exact coverage they're in, that's not a good thing. <laughs> so if I can see it as a fan watching it on, you know, obviously a educated fan, but watching it on the TV copy, I don't even get to see all twenty two. Every I, like Detroit knew exactly what they were in, except one time, 
in the entire game. They knew, oh, here's man coverage. Oh, here's quarters. That's what they live in. Oh, here's cover three. They knew exactly what that team was in. And that I'm just telling you, with one exception on that fourth down play when it actually showed man and actually played zone. Oh, wow. Big, you know, big deal. You don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to know what the hell they're in and carve them up? You got another thing coming. That team, that team does not. I mean, they they got absolutely whipped by Detroit. All right, and now look, Kansas City's not going to. You know, they're not as physical as Detroit, so it's going to be a better game. All right, but it's. Uh, I mean, they were gifted, man. They can they can show up to that Super Bowl, and man, they're they're you know. Man, good for us, boy. We forced turnover. We gotta, uh, you know, turn the ball over on down. No, you didn't. They dropped the ball. They gifted you that thing. So uh, San Fran can feel great about going, but I don't think it's. I mean, I'll take Kansas City in this one. Um, but uh, it's just a. I, I can tell you this, um, Patrick Mahomes, when he knows exactly what you're in, that's not a good thing. Rex Ryan with us here, 9870 ESPN. So, so, Rex, we could talk to you all day. I'd love to, but I know you got other duties. So I want to switch to the other game. I mean, Baltimore this year was so good all season, so disciplined, so well coached, didn't make mistakes, didn't turn the ball over, turned the other team over. What, what, what happened to the Ravens yesterday? You saw none of what got them here. Yeah, they got totally outcoached. Uh, they let Kansas City dictate the, the style of play. All right, the, the Ravens led the NFL in rushing attempts. They ran it six times with their tailbacks. Six carries. And and it's not like, you know, here, here, how about this? This is a great plan. All right. Uh, do you have Patrick Mahomes or do you have Lamar Jackson? Uh, 82% of the time they drop back. Like, it, it, Spagnuolo's got to be like, oh, this is, they're, doing, they're doing everything we want them to do. Be one-dimensional. Get away from what you do best, which is run the football. And have a guy back here that the best thing he does is use his legs, and all of a sudden he thinks he's free, you know Tom Brady back there. Like it was Spagnuolo's got to be just laughing his butt off, you know. And with all that being said, they still should have won the game. They could have still won the game, you know. Zay Flowers fumbles going in, but uh, you know Lamar throws it into a team meeting. Like nice job, nice job. And that's why I hate the MVP. Everybody crowned him after after they uh, they beat the Niners, all right, because uh, Purdy had a terrible game. No, Purdy had to go against Baltimore's defense, all right? If Lamar had to go against that defense, he'd, he'd get destroyed. He'd never even get a vote. And so it, it, it's funny, but two times this guy's won the MVP, all right? And that's that's more of a reflection of their defense than it is him, all right? And to me, to me it's like, what do they got, one win in those two MVPs? They got one playoff win? Like, you know... It's it's crazy, but I don't know why Lamar decided I've got to throw the ball. The best thing you do is run. You don't have to apologize for it. What the hell are you doing? You know, you had opportunities to take off with it, and decide. And instead, he's deciding, well, I'm going to wait and fire it down the field. I don't know why. Man, be be you. You're one of the most gifted athletes at the position that we've ever seen in the NFL. You don't need to apologize for it. Go be you. And, and the fact that whole football team offensively uh, decided that they were going to be somebody they're not. And uh, unfortunately for them, it was a disaster. So, Rex, why, though? I mean, I would that, ask you a question. A why question. Is, well, and as the head coach, at what point do you step in? 
Oh, I'd stepped in right from jump. Like we're we're surprised they they you know Spag sitting back. Of course he's going to blitz. Why they kept telling everybody he's going to change the five man rushes and then he's going to blitz. Then he's going to zero blitz this dude. Why? Because you don't want him to use his legs to beat you. All right, simple as that. All right, make him try to throw it to beat you. Well, good luck. All right, then he becomes just a guy. But he's the most dynamic athlete at the position when you let him and you go too high, which I see bozos like like Miami play him in or whatever. Like, what what the hell are we doing? So, uh, but yeah, no, absolutely. Like, you let him dictate just based, I, I don't know why, maybe because you're getting man covered. Who cares? Run the ball. Look at Detroit yesterday, third and 18, run the ball first down. Why? They had little guys on the field. All right, Spag's putting all these little guys on the field, and they never ran the ball, not one time. He had to just be like, oh, this is – thank you, thank you. <laughs> and Spagnola does a great job, man. I mean, amazing job. He's one of the, one of the top coordinators in big games in, uh, in the history of this game. All right, he ain't there with Belichick or, or my dad, but he's up there. Like, he does a great a great job. But he literally had to be like – he had to be smiling. Like, he I probably like – these dudes ain't even running. Like, what are we doing here? I I, I I don't get it, man. I mean, the Baltimore gifted that game to Kansas City. And by the way, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, oh, he really is something, oh, isn't he? Oh, my God. And he Travis really is. Kelsey. Like, this is the best game Travis Kelsey played by far all season. And it looked like the old Travis, like he was getting separation. And, you know, Baltimore, all they do is play zone, so I get it. But, you know, occasionally they mix in a little man, but very little. And it, it was like, damn, you know, Travis looks fast. You know, so, uh, you know, kudos to, to, to them and they're moving on. Where this was clearly the year to beat Kansas City, I don't think anybody's doing it. It, it doesn't seem like it. Rex Ryan with us here, 9870 ESPN. I said this earlier, and Rick's like, yeah, you know, maybe. I think you're a good person to ask. Do, do you think, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. Do you think maybe Kansas City gets bored with the regular season? Because, Rex, I watched them this season and it, it was like, this is not a – uh, you know, forget about championship team. They didn't look like a very good team for half the games I watched them. And then you get to the playoffs, beat up on Miami, you know, play a really good game against Buffalo, dominate Baltimore. It's just like, are they bored by the regular season a little bit? I, I mean, maybe. I mean, it, it is funny because, you know, they've had like new players come in and it takes them a little bit, uh, you know, to get in the group. But here is a team that was so penalized, especially that right tackle. Oh, my God. You know, he had one penalty in this game, a holding call. The right the right guard got called for two holding calls. One was a BS call. All right, that's it. I can't remember another penalty on that team. You know what I mean? So it was like they play when, when they need to, they can be as disciplined as they need to be and, and as focused as they need to be. So that's a real credit to Andy Reid and his staff. But, yeah, maybe. And it, it's, it reminds me of, like, some of these great basketball teams. That kind of just kind of float through the regular season. We're going to get in, and then when we get in, we'll turn it up on you. And it's it's kind of what it looks like. All right, Rex. Last one for me uh, before we let you go. I can't wait to see you on TV. Is are you surprised at all? I know we had the old uh, Mike. You thought Mike McCarthy shouldn't lose his job, which he didn't. He's going to be the coach this year. But are you surprised that Belichick, Carroll, and Vrabel might end up going through this coaching cycle without jobs? No, I mean uh, certainly not. Um, and I'll tell you why. First off, Pete Carroll, seventy-three years old. All right, give me a break. Like it's 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 done. It's time to go. You know, out the pasture, so to speak. Belichick's a younger 70, 71 or whatever. Um, but look, it, it's it's got to take a certain team that thinks they're maybe just a little like this guy can't get us over the hump. This guy may. 
It's a short-term view. But any team that's taking a long-term view, it's about the present and the future. Well, what is it with a 71-year-old man? And let's face it, without Tom Brady, this guy's been, you know, well, he's 27 and, or 29 and 37 when Brady went to Tampa. All right, so since that. And then overall record was like like 80, 83 and 104 in, in his whole career without Tom Brady. So we, we, gotta, we know how great he was with Brady, but we also have to look at the overall stuff. And that's why, to me, yeah, is he the greatest of all time? Yeah, he's going to go that way. But I'm going to tell you, it makes a hell of a difference when you had Tom Brady with you. And it's, I think people are, are recognize it. The thing with Vrabel, Vrabel is a guy that um, has had a lot of lot of issues with, with people in, like general managers, people, stuff like that, ownership. That's the thing I heard about Vrabel. If that's true, then he, he may never work again. Wow. Interesting stuff. Rex, you leave us on a cliffhanger. Let, let's do this again next week. We'll kind of preview the Super Bowl, and uh, we enjoy all your, your takes and analysis and, and you, and we'll talk to you next Monday. Yeah, I tell you what, man, I'm so bummed. Hopefully <laughs> so I'll hard. be able to get over it. But, uh, yeah, this is a devastating loss because our family could have done something that no family's done in the history of the NFL. That would have had three generation coaches coaching the Super Bowl. So I guess we'll have to wait. All right. Well, listen, hang in there. Keep your head held high, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, good stuff. That, of course, Rex Ryan. He is, he's bummed about the Lions uh, collapse yesterday. Well, how could he not be? I mean, how would you not be? I mean, you just heard what he said. Got a chance to make history. I mean, he wants only the best for his son. Of course. That was a 17-point lead at half, oh. and they gagged it away. They they really did, didn't they? Uh, he, they did. Even Rex, in his in his like kind of massaging way, thought that, that – um, Dan Campbell messed up yesterday. Well, you can explain why he did it. Doesn't mean it's right. That's not right. Like, and you heard how many times did he mention momentum and how important that is? Like, you gave him life. I mean, they were, listen, like to hear Kyle Shanahan after the game only cemented it for me. He's like, we had to settle. Use the word settle. We settled for a field goal. Like, it wasn't like all of a sudden they, we marched on the field, scored a touchdown, now all of a sudden this reignites us and we're back. No, they settled for a touchdown, a uh, field goal, excuse me, and then the Lions took the ball right back down, could have kicked the field goal to make it 17 again, chose not to, drops the ball, and now, okay, here we go. And that Gibbs fumble was, was everything. That Gibbs fumble was huge, and I mean, that, that Reynolds drop on the third and 10 with a tie game was, was brutal. Well, that's a three and out. Like that's a, right. that's an opportunity to kind and of slow all, things and down. The, and not only that, I mean, he catches the ball. He was in space. I mean, he gets to midfield. Now you're like, all right, you know, we're right there. We're right there to get in position to to to, to not kick a field goal again. Oh, by the way, too, wasn't RJ? Was that wasn't that? I think it was that possession where it was a three and out, and then they punted, and it was actually a a monster. Was that the possession or no? When they stepped into the end zone, yeah, where they had a chance to down it like the two yard line, and the guy stepped into the end zone Ugh, with it. These guys are they they get you nuts. Didn't, didn't the ball, like, it bounced at the two? I think it was this one. It might have been the Ravens game. I can't even remember at this point. Bounced up into the air. Yes, that was this. It was, it, it was a 70. It was all, a they, 70. All, they had to do, all they had to do was kind of tap it in. And, of course, the, all his momentum running, catches it into the end zone, touchback. Yeah, I think it, so I'm reading, the, I'm reading it right now. It was a 74-yard punt. It, it actually a, bounced straight up in the air, and he got it. And he bomb the of end a zone. punt. But no. doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Because RJ's headed to Vegas, baby. Headed to Vegas. Um, we got to go around the league. We will in a moment. ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. Now, this year, each qualifier is going to take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 
super boxes with prizes including a big screen TV, Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and so much more. Just be caller number. Ooh, let's be caller number. RJ, you pick what number you want, RJ. Oh, it's wow. your day. He might not be paying attention to you, though. I'm paying a great deal of attention. I don't know. I mean, you got so many things to do. You got Rex Ryan to say goodbye to. You got callers to screen. You know what? We never do this. Dave, you pick. Oh. You so always you... do the read. You never get to actually pick. So he, he handed flipped, it to flipped you. Flipped it around on you. And you, th- you, this is like a flea flicker. Well, I, th- I think it's risky because I answer the phones and I don't want to get myself in legal trouble. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. It, you, you might say. You really go with the number that high, but c- just just placate me for a moment, okay? Don't make me regret this, please. I don't think I don't think you will. How big did the lead get for Detroit? Seventeen. Caller number seventeen. Wow. Is that within reason? I can do that. Okay. Right now, eight 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 nine eight seven ESPN to select the box of the big game with a chance to win five hundred bucks in quarters one and three, thousand dollars at halftime, and a final score pad of two thousand dollars. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish. Whiskey. How I about... Gotta, I got to tell you. Yeah. I was going to say 17 myself, but I was afraid RJ would get mad at me, so that's why I passed the buck. So you passed it to him, he passed it to me, and I went with 17, but I don't think he's angry at that. No, I think he did a good job of explaining to it, yeah, explaining it to him, and I think he's he's fine doing the 17. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, Kate did like 199 last week. He did 200. He got to 200 right. last week. Like, could you imagine if the, if the Niners fell down 200 points yesterday? <laughs> If the, let's just be happy the Niners won because there's a real chance, RJ, he didn't eat that he doesn't show up for work today. Raymond, he doesn't show up for work today. You, you're you angered by him or I, you, well, you pick first, up the slack and say, you know what, I'm here for him? Well, I, I'll pick up the slack, but first first things first, I'm panicked. I'm, worry, I'm worried about him immensely if he doesn't show up. Then then we go from there. You can hear him screening the call in the background. Poor guy. Well, but what do you mean, poor guy? The guy's team is going to the Super Bowl. But, but he's like running like on pure adrenaline and nothing else. Stop, at some, honestly, at some so, point, it's going to run it. out. Stop it. Stop it. The guy, I mean, your team threw up on themselves. Absolutely. This guy's, this guy's team, four plays in, had nothing. My team loses the opener 40 nothing, and the season's over in like week three. We're going to say poor guy to RJ, whose team is going to the Super Bowl? I just want him to be healthy and happy. I, 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 don't, I don't want like adverse effects from the, the high that he's on right now. So you think he's going to crash? I, I, I'm concerned about that. So you think he needs like methadone or something? Is what uh, that's, I didn't say that. <laughs> didn't say that. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, no, I mean, you're concerned there's going to be a big crash and maybe some kind of withdrawal, and he needs needs to go to a clinic or something I don't think he needs meth. No, no, not not meth. Methadone is is what, what, isn't that what, like, keeps you from from craving the meth? I'm not quite sure about that, actually. You you could be right. You seem to know the drug game. I don't. Why would I seem to know the drug game? I have no idea what you're talking about. Methadone is like, that's where they go to the clinics to clean up from the meth. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been to the clinic. I've never done meth or crystal meth or any of that stuff. No? No. Yes, it's the medication used to treat yeah. opioid use disorder. Yeah. Okay. The more you know. So you see what I do? I teach you people. Thank you. You're very, you're very, very welcome. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.